Markov, another shot for the Cats to win in the seventh round. Barkov, let's go, home, baby! Hello and welcome back to the Palm Tree Podcast. Justin Bedford alongside Noah Russo. How you doing this week, Noah? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Panthers hockey's finally back. Finally back, yeah. Um, Kind of. I mean, you know, didn't look like they really showed up last night. Yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, they're coming off the bye week and it's a 2 p.m. game in Montreal. Yeah. It's kind of like... It throws you off your schedule, right? Yeah, it's it's tough to say. Like, obviously, like, they looked last night very much like a team coming out of a bye week. Yeah. uh, For sure. Um, Just couldn't match the energy of the Canadians... Montreal is also yeah, you know, a desperate team. I, the game was on TSN or Sportsnet. I don't remember. I, w- I was watching the Canadian feed. And um, I, I, one of the commentators said at one point, it's like, yeah, this doesn't look like a team that's third in the Atlantic. No. And, and they truly didn't. No. Like, obviously, yeah, it just wasn't a great all-around effort. You can tell there's a lot of rust there. Um, you can tell it's been a while since they last played. Um but at the end of the day, like there's not a lot of really room to make excuses because the race is so tight at this yeah. point of the year that you know, um, it's yeah you can't you it sucks because you you come out of the break obviously um it's a difficult situation but those are kind of games you have to win at this right. point right um and I mean yeah it was it was kind of a frustrating game to watch um I mean the first period was. All Canadians, unfortunately, um, lots. They, I don't, I don't think the Panthers were ready for uh, that physical of a game. Habs came out strong, um, very physical, and I don't think, I don't think Florida was ready for that. No, and they didn't look ready for so it. So, kind of like they kind of got caught off guard, and then the whole game, they found themselves playing catch up, right? And that's. Very frustrating to watch. And, I mean, you go down one nothing in the first period, and then they couldn't create any offense till about the third period where Huberto hit a, hit a nice post on uh, on a power play. But that was really the only, like, solid, like, really close chance that um, the team got. And, I, I don't know, I think they got two or three power plays in the last, like, six minutes of the game and couldn't. Just, just couldn't do it. They got, like, a 30-second five-on-three, too. Like, they just couldn't, they couldn't capitalize. No. And that was a big, big, big problem with yesterday's game. Yeah, and I mean, credit to Montreal, too. Um, they did play a good game. Um, I mean, Price Price played well, credit where credit is, yeah, too. Yeah, obviously, he gets, um, he gets the shutout. Yeah, Petrie had a career game. He had four assists. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, like, it seemed like the Habs, like, they had a very strong game plan of come in, yeah. attack them quick get up, and then shut them down. And they did that to perfection, so credit to them. But um, for the Panthers, um, they have the day off today, which is nice, and then they'll be back at it tomorrow in what I think is probably their biggest game of the yeah, season and, so far. In, in the second period against the Habs, Barkov left with an injury, uh, lower body. He, Quenville said he was going to get re- rehabilitated on Sunday. So, but the, the consensus was that it was probably not serious. Which is great news for the Panthers. Which is great news for the Panthers because, I mean, if if he were to be out, 
like even short term, I think that would hurt the Panthers a lot. Yeah, I mean, he's the most important player he's on the team. He's their captain, right? Yeah. And, yeah, so hopefully there's nothing there. It's just just kind of a fluke and wasn't feeling good. Uh, yeah, like I, I would say, like, with everything at stake, um, you know, uh, tomorrow uh, against the Leafs, mm-hmm. um, if the injury's not that serious, I expect him to be fully in the lineup um, because that is... A critical game tomorrow for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Um, the Leafs obviously won yesterday on um, the Battle of Ontario, leapfrogging uh, the Panthers, and the Panthers now find themselves outside of the playoffs, um, but can get back in with the win tomorrow. So, um, a lot at stake there. Um, I expect Toronto to bring their A game. I expect Florida to bring their A game. I think it's going to be... Um, like, Florida still has two games in hand on Toronto. Yeah. And Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay's kind of out of reach. Um, Tampa Bay's closing the gap on Boston. Yeah, they've been. They really are. Yeah. Seven, two, and one in the last ten. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they've just been dominant, uh, dominant team, and what we expected them to be all yeah. season long. They just kind of got to it late. Slow start. The complete opposite. I mean, Tampa Bay and Buffalo are complete opposites in in terms of. Uh, season progression. Buffalo yeah. started very strong and then just kind of fizzled out. Whereas Tampa Bay started by fizzling out and then yeah came came up strong. So yeah, like, I don't think anyone expected Tampa Bay to be as bad as they were playing yeah. at the start of the year. I think everyone kind of felt like they were going to come back. It's just a matter of time. Um, but it make yeah, it definitely complicates things in the Atlantic. And, I mean, in in terms of wild card race, what troubles me is Philly and Columbus are sitting there right now, but they they have more games played than anyone else. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The Panthers setting up two games in hand on yeah. both of them, um, which is a big advantage uh, going down the stretch here if they can uh, close the gap even mm-hmm. a little bit. It's only a two point gap, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens there. I think the game tomorrow against Toronto, I think what we're looking at is two teams with just unbelievably good offense. Yeah. Um, and two teams that haven't been particularly good at shutting it down. Um, I'd give the goaltending edge to Toronto um, with Freddie Anderson. Yeah, definitely. He's been very good for them for the most part this year. Um, Bobrovsky's uh, he's recovered a little bit after his rocky start. Um It'll be it'll be a fun game to watch for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it, especially considering the last meeting between these two teams. That was a great game. It was a great game. Florida absolutely blowing Toronto out of the waters. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I I expect Toronto to come out strong. Yeah, they definitely haven't forgot about that game. Um. Yeah, they're gonna come up with everything they've got. I mean, but as of now, there's definitely a weakness on defense for Toronto, as there's always been, but. More so now, just because with the injuries. With the injuries. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rasmus Sandin's up with them now. He's playing some good hockey. Yep. Um, Jake Muzzin's back, but they are missing Morgan Riley. Which yeah, is a huge loss. Huge piece of the defense. Um, if I were the Panthers and I'm game planning, I'm probably just saying let's target Cody CC for the 15 yeah. minutes he's out there. Yeah. Um, is probably the best way to go about it. Yeah. What a yeah. De- definitely. Like, if you're oh. looking for a weak spot on that defense, it's it's Cody Cece. Cody Cece's there, yeah. Um, 
definitely. You gotta you gotta take advantage of that, right? Yeah. And I I think Toronto knows that's their weakness, and I I don't even know who he's paired with right now. Um, I think it's. It's not. I have no idea. I have. I watched. No I watched idea. their game yesterday versus Ottawa. I can't even remember. <laughs> I just remember him. He took. A, he took a too many men penalty yesterday, mm-hmm. where it was like the play wasn't near the bench, and he just like hopped on the ice. <laughs> and it was just like, what are you doing, Cody? Um. But yeah, it'll be. Yeah, that's gonna be a really good game tomorrow. I'm excited to watch that. Yeah. Um. Such an important game at this point of the year. Um. I think last game uh, against Leafs was a really good statement game for the Panthers because that's the game where you're, you're playing Toronto, you're going to have the most eyes on you. Um, and to, to make that kind of statement, to kind of say, you know, we're a really good team in this league too, like, you know, mm-hmm. show us the respect we deserve. Um, I think that was huge. Um, and I think they'll want to do that again uh, coming up tomorrow. Yeah, 100%. Um yeah, uh, really looking forward to it, and it's it's so important for the standings, right? Yeah, it's we're, we're this we're after the All Star break. We're what um, thirty plus games left. Thirty about thirty two games left. Um, yeah, thirty two for the Panthers. Um, it's February second today. Now that we're recording, that's what three weeks, give or take, a couple days before trade deadline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so very interesting time right now because I mean teams are obviously in that playoff push, but it's it's also that time where you're like trying to figure out what you need to complement the team if if you need anything yeah. and what you're willing to give up. Yeah. Right. Because not all teams are going to be willing to give up a first round pick to go get someone that might or might not pan out just for the season. Yeah. Um, also, note last night from uh, the Leafs game, Kasperi Kapanen was a healthy scratch. Um, they say for internal reasons. Yeah. Um, I I heard uh, internal accountability. Yeah, that's internal the, accountability. That's the word I found. I really loved. I was uh I was watching. Do you watch Sheldon Keefe's uh, press conference? I did not. I did not. And it was like, um, it was just a brilliant use of like evasive language. Like any time, anytime anyone asked him a question about it. Like, they'd say, um, did, you know, Kapanen miss uh, a practice or something, or is he late to a team meeting? And every time they asked him a question, he said, Cappy will tell you on Monday. Cappy will tell you. So, we'll find out more about that tomorrow. Um, but I expect Kapanen to be back in the lineup, and probably with a lot of fire in him, too. So yeah. So, that's definitely a player you got to watch with his speed uh, and his shot. Um, so, just another thing to factor in for that one tomorrow. Yeah, um, you, you don't see that very often. A player of, like, um, Kapanen's impact get healthy scratched like that. Yeah. It, well, like, it must be, it can't be, it can't be very light what he did. No. Um, no, it's got to be uh, something we'll find out, obviously, tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, very, very curious as to find out what that is. Yeah. Um, other news from around the NHL in the last little while. We have, obviously, last night, the Battle of Alberta. The Battle, the battle of Alberta. What Chicago a game. That, one. that was an unbelievable hockey game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm from out west, from Alberta. Yeah. Um, that was 
probably the best Battle of Alberta game I've watched in a while. Just from an entertainment standpoint, like, that game had everything. Like, goals, hits, goalie fights, which we haven't seen in seven years. A goalie yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. A penalty shot. Like, it was just... It checked off all the boxes for me of what I'm looking for in a uh-huh. hockey game. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I mean, in, Mike Smith kind of skated up to center ice. Just kind of sat there in the Ken Dryden pose, you know, with his with his stick, leaning on his stick. And then I, I didn't seem like anything was going to happen. He was just kind of looking well, there. Well, seen, we've seen it in the past. Like, we had the glass and Flurry skated up the center. Yeah. Uh, against the Flames, too, against yeah. Dave Riddick. Um, and Riddick said no. I at that point, I think. I mean, who, who? It was it was really interesting because it was Cam Talbot versus Mike Smith. Both goalies. Both goalies were on the opposite teams last year. Yeah. Right. And I honestly like. I I don't think I I, I would have been a little pissed if I was Riddick in that in that just because Riddick was pulled earlier in the game. Yeah. Because they were already down what six three. Yeah. And. But yeah, uh, I, it was Cam Cam Talbot had nothing to lose in that in that instance. I think he's already getting a minor for roughing. Um, eh, might as well. You're down six three. Yeah, Give the fans I mean, what they want, you know. Yeah, like I think Smith said, you skated up the center just to you know see what was going on at the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, yeah, something you don't really see ever nowadays. Um, yeah, tons of fights going on. Ethan Bear fighting. Sam Gagne going at it with Mark Giordano. Yeah. Um, and it was just wild. Like, they ended the period, tw- they just ended it with, like, 24 seconds I've left. I've legitimately never seen that happen because, because, how can I put this? I've never seen that happen where it's not because of an injury or a technical issue. Like, I, I saw it, I saw when a few years, glass broke. Yeah, well, glass breaking. Glass breaking. They just there was twenty five seconds left in the period. They decided to uh, keep going, and there was last year. Uh, Vegas played Toronto, and Eric Hall got injured. Uh, yeah, and just just to calm everyone down, they decided to end the period early. Um, yeah, I've never just seen it for a line. But I've, I've never seen it. It basically was uh, the way it was conveyed by the um, by the guys on the radio was or the radio the TV was that the refs needed time to sort out all, all the penalties. penalties. Which, I mean, absolutely. I yeah, mean, but when, I, they, when they came back, I mean, somehow Edmonton had gotten a power play out of all that. Well, it was the extra two minutes that was on Riddich at the beginning. Talbot. Or Talbot, yeah. Because and, yeah. Gagne went in. Gagne went in. Now he, <clears throat> that, which was which was kind of a fringe play, you know, like gray area. And then well, Riddich, that's, a, that's the thing. Is he... He poked the puck into the net. The puck went in. Mm-hmm. But the whistle had kind of gone at that point. But the puck was still kind of loose. And you're jabbing at a guy's armpit, obviously. It, in Rick, that type of game. No you one. know, yeah, Talbot got mad. And then he, like, just... Was feeding him blockers. Feeding him blockers. And that was that was the two-minute penalty that, yeah. that uh, caused the power play. But... <laughs> what a crazy game. It was. No, I was looking at the... Uh, today, I was looking at the stats from that game last night. So Mike's or Cam Talbot comes in in the second period, right? He doesn't start the second. He doesn't finish the second because he gets kicked out, right? Yeah. He faces twenty-one shots, lets in two goals. So he finishes 
with a 9.05 save percentage and a 7.3 goals against average. Which is just a wild stat Ooh, for a goal. Yeah, that is pretty freaking wild. Um, but. Where you only play. And then you have. Yeah, he got more penalty minutes than he had minutes played. Yeah. Yeah, 21 penalty minutes. Yeah. Or whatever. And. Yeah, 16 minutes. Because he got. He got. Yeah, he got two minors. And then he got a 5 and a 10. I think he got 19 minutes. Yeah. I, I, anyways, anyways. Just absolute insanity. Just absolute insanity that that happens. You know, it's like 2020. You never see that happen anymore. Um, yeah, that was that was something I mean, else. and can you imagine? This could, like, very realistically be a playoff matchup. Which would just be... I mean, if the, if the NHL values entertainment, they would find a way to make that happen. They would find some way to explain, you know, you get the loser point and... The, uh, they do. They do some like uh, yeah. Do no, some, they'd figure it out. Yeah, do some sort of math that makes that work out, because I think that's. I think everyone would love to see that. Um, but, Definitely. I mean, I know I would. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For sure. I, I, mean, I can't even imagine a game seven between those two teams. Yeah, I'd be unbelievable. Last night, I just it was just unlike any other hockey game I've ever seen mm-hmm. from just everything that happened. Um, other stuff from around the NHL, um, Arizona is being investigated uh, for potentially contacting CHL players Yeah, um, to conduct like fitness testing and interviews. Yeah, and so from what I understand, teams are allowed to do that, but not before the NHL Combine. Yeah, they're you're, not allowed, allowed, you're not allowed to contact them. They're, you're allowed to after the Combine, but not before is from what I understood. Yeah, and so I guess it was several... Players in the CHL had reported it. Yeah. On um, the day had been because you're supposed to report if you've been in contact by an NHL club. My question is, what does Arizona really have to gain from this? Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a weird kind of situation. Like I don't think you can gain enough information that it's worth taking that risk. Yeah. Um. Obviously, not a lot of information has come out about it yet. Um. That I've seen. It'll be interesting to see what the. Uh, uh, punishment ends up. Being. Yeah, I mean, what they what they uncover from the investigation as well. Um, but also around the league, uh, Chicago in their last ten games are seven and three, and, and they're right back in it. Could very well make the playoffs this year. Right now, they've been playing some good hockey. I mean, Dominique Kubalik has been unbelievable for them the last month and a bit. Yeah, um, they really. I mean. If you look at the, the big shootout win against Arizona last night, yeah, Patrick Kane, Patrick Kane with a very nice shootout. Antiranta had the Scorpion yeah. save, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Western standings are are something else right now. Like you have, like I don't, I didn't expect San Jose to be this bad, Nashville to be where they are. Um, I mean, and what troubles. <laughs> troubles me it more pisses me off in the san jose thing is that they don't have a first rounder ottawa has their first rounder Ottawa's is going to most likely be picking t- twice in the top five yeah which would be nice for them after they just gave away like bow and byron last year i mean but like division rival i don't really uh, you know it's like i i don't i don't really like to see it no it's uh no no from a division rival standpoint 
I mean, and you feel bad for San Jose a bit too because it's like they have had some big injuries to their team. Yeah. Like they've just lost uh, Thomas Hurdle is out now for the rest of the year. That's a big loss for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it doesn't look like they'll be recovering anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, and that's just, yeah, that's a tough situation for them. But maybe they'll go at the deadline. Like, they could be a team that, like, if they got, they have Brendan Dillon, um, they'll definitely be looking for a pick for him if they end up moving him. Yeah. Um, but it'll be interesting. Cause, like, uh, Doug Wilson's never been the type of guy to, like, to rebuild his team. Mm-hmm. They've always been relatively competitive. So it'll be interesting to see yeah. um, how he approaches, you know, this offseason and next season, knowing that, you know, what happened this year. Goaltending's got to be the number one priority. Um, I mean, and I here's the question. Is this basically the end of Joe Thornton's career? Which would be the end, because yeah, there's the talk that maybe they move Joe Thornton if he wants a shot at a, you know, one last shot at a cup. I, I think... I, I, I don't think... I think it's... It's the end of his time in San Jose. I think that I, I don't think bringing him back would be beneficial. I think uh, we could potentially see him and Marlowe yeah. uh, officially retire after this season, which would be nice. Them going out together, yeah. um, obviously. But yeah, it, it's sad. Like that's probably. I mean, he's such a good player to never never win a cup in his career. It's would just be a real unfortunate. Shame. Yeah. Yeah, like him or Marlowe, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just looking at it now. It's pretty sure. Yeah, he only has two goals this year. And oh, Doug Wilson has a monumental task ahead of him because if you look at their cap situation, it's not looking great. They have a lot of money tied up on defense. Martin Jones is making a ton of money. A ton of money. Um, potentially buyout um, contender. Oh, absolutely. I think he's got to be one of the contenders. Um. Lots of guys to re-sign uh, after the end of this season. Um, I then again, I don't think we'll see Marlowe or Thornton Thornton come back. I think it's just that's that's just what it is. Um, and yeah, when you talk about their defense, in three players, they have over twenty-five million dollars invested. Yeah, and then you, uh... I, I more like twenty-six. Um, that's a lot of money. I'm, and this comes back to I. This has always puzzled me the the Eric Carlson signing. I I don't get why they did it. I mean, he wasn't overly spectacular last year in his first year in San Jose. Mm-hmm. Um, he gives you pretty similar usage as Brent Burns. It, that's the thing. You already have Burns and Vlasic. Vlasic, who played his thousandth NHL game. Last night, I think. So, props to him in a 3 nothing loss to Tampa Bay. Um, Which, I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, but you already have Burns and Vlasic, who I think, around the league, uh, would be a very good first pairing. Absolutely. So, why why do you need to bring in Carlson, who's another first pairing D? I... It just didn't, didn't make sense. Um, yeah. By no means is Carlson having a bad season. Well, it's like I mean he's like, minus he's minus eighteen, but you look at his number. Like you, those, his, you always got to be careful with plus minus. Yeah, um, like his offensive production has been there as you would expect, 
But, like, when you watch him play, like, a lot of times he just doesn't look interested. Mm-hmm. Right? He doesn't look like he'll go to battle for his teammates. Um, he makes some really bad defensive errors. Same thing with Brent Burns. Yeah, it's just... And he's a very similar player in style to Brent Burns. Yeah, just an offensive defenseman. Um, and I get that you have Vlasic, who's a very good defensive defenseman, but it's not how it works. And they have Brandon Dillon, and who's obviously on his way out. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, and speaking of talking about uh, UFAs and stuff, uh, one of the more prominent names that's been out there is Chris Kreider. He got hurt last night. Um, that was what a fluke injury. Yeah. Did you see it? Like, yeah, you got knee in the head. Knee in the head. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. I, I doubt they have a timeline at this point, but definitely. But if he's out for a it's, while, it's definitely looking like a concussion. Yeah. If you, you know, then it's gotta be, you know, you know, is he off the trade market? Yeah. Um, and then that kind of bumps up. Like when things like that happen, it tends to have so. According to CBS Sports, the Chris Kreider injury is not considered serious. Isn't expected to miss too much time. Yeah, but it is, and they're saying that now. But it is but a head you, injury, yeah. And you don't, you never know um, if things are going to happen. You never know when symptoms are going to go away. Um, and if so, if he ends up being hurt for a significant amount of time, and is no longer looked at as a rental piece then you're looking at the value going up for every other rental piece out there because there's one last name out there, uh, one less guy for people to go and try and acquire. Um, and David Quinn, uh, David Quinn came out after the game and said that he was just day-to-day. So hopefully um, that's that's what it is. I mean, he and he stated, we talked, and it's a lot better than I anticipated. So maybe it's not that bad. I mean, I... Concussion is, for sure. By no means is this an official statement. I don't think uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll see in the days to come how how it goes. But definitely interesting if he's out long term. That that's going to affect the entire trade market. And it definitely, I'd be pissed if I were the Rangers because that's your guy. That's your guy. And I mean, does that does that would that force you to consider trading Gorgiev sooner rather than later? Yeah, like then you gotta look at other. If you're trying to, you know, get the most value out of your assets and try to get, you know, some good pieces to help you build up for next year, and you just, you know, you lose this guy, his value drops, right? And even if he is healthy, like there, there might be teams that say this guy's coming off a concussion. Uh, I'm, the, I was willing to give up this and this, you know, a week ago. Now I'm not willing to give up that because uh, mm-hmm. of the injury concern. Um. But, like, yeah. Just a fluky injury. Yeah. Like, he just gets... Was it Zvanishad's knee to the head? Yeah. Um, He just tried to step over him and clipped him. Yeah. Yeah, that's... uh, Yeah, you obviously never want to see a guy get hurt. That's just kind of a weird one. Yeah. Um, I mean, that that happens, but... uh, It'll be definitely interesting to see how it impacts things, looking at the trade deadline, if he's healthy or not. Mm -hmm. Um... We don't really know. Either way, I don't expect the Panthers to be, you know, high on teams looking at them. Yeah, and I mean, some other news around the league for, um, in terms of trade deadline, Montreal with Kovalchuk, right? They brought him in. Uh, he's obviously performing way better than expected. 
So he's now on the bubble. I mean, Montreal's considering whether or not they should trade him. According to Pierre Lebrun, they're asking for minimum a second-round pick. Which, I mean, for Montreal, that would be a steal, I yeah. think. Like, that's the thing, though. Like, but he he's brought a lot to the Habs locker room. So they're they're not even sure if they're they want to trade him. So my guess is it's going to take a very good offer to um, be able to uh, part yeah acquire get him. him. Yeah, which and the thing is like Kovalchuk's producing right now, but he's been put in a very very favorable situation. He's with, playing a lot of minutes. He's playing a lot of minutes. Playing with good linemen. Um, if he gets traded to anywhere to you know a team that's trying to make a push. He's not going to be playing with those kind of line mates. You just know that, right? Yeah. He's going to be playing third yeah, line. And He's not going to be on the power play. And I think teams recognize that and are saying, you know, I'm not going to give up a second-round pick for this guy because I think he might just disappear. If I'm Montreal and I, you know, I have Ilya Kovalchuk here who's been, you know, by all accounts a positive influence on and off the ice, if he wants to stay on a one- or two-year deal and you can get him at a low AAV... Um, and I think they could. Yeah, because yeah, I think Kovalchuk likes playing there. Yeah, um, and if that's, if that's he, the case... I think, I think there's a lot of chemistry uh, between teammates with him and uh, all the other guys, so uh, that, that's... Uh, yeah, by all means, I think there's... All, I think and if that's the case, and I'm obviously not around that team, I don't uh, pay as, that much attention to them, but if he's as positive an influence as people are saying, then I think there is more value in them keeping him. Yeah. than getting yeah. a second-round pick, which could amount to nothing, for all we know. Legitimately. Um, but it'll be interesting. We'll obviously have more trade deadline coverage yeah. uh, coming up in the next couple weeks. Um, but for now, focus, Toronto. Toronto. Big game. Panthers, big, big divisional game. Um, hopefully the Panthers can pull out a win. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back with a new episode on Thursday, and we'll see you guys then. Another shot for the Cats to win it in the seventh round.